Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, November 14, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? What a whopper of an up day. Real quick, I'm making this video or starting this video slightly before the closing bell. It's a little unique for me, but I do have to be somewhere. So if the market does something while we're live, we'll use it as an opportunity to learn from it. But up or down a little bit into the end of the day on a day like this isn't going to change anything. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about the new real targets for the S&P. And you can see this trend line above. And whether or not we can get to that trend line is one thing. But if and when we do or they do get to that trend line, that's a whole nother ball game. Let's take a closer look at just where that trend line comes from. We'll start there today. It comes from the longer term chart and it connects the all time high in the SPY with the high from July of this year. And guess what? We're coming up to that price. We don't know whether they will or won't get to that price, but if they do, it should provide at minimum of a short-term area of resistance. From a big picture perspective, what do we have in between? Well, there's a couple of important pivots, and then I'm going to show you where some unfinished business lies. We have a pivot right there. They're working on that today up in this area. We also have another area right here where there's another pivot but that's where things get a little interesting because in between is some unfinished business the blue trend lines demark where exactly these pivot highs are we'll get rid of the arrows and in between we have some unfinished business exactly where is that business i've just moved the lower trend line up from 451.09 up to 451.19. It's not that far above, but it is unfinished business. And the way I feel about that is when the market had an opportunity to finish some business, in this case, the business was a gap. It came up short of the gap by a dime or 11 cents or a few pennies, whatever it is. You have to look at that and say, okay, fair enough. On the chart, it looks like they hit it. But then when you get closer and you drill down to the short-term charts and you see where these open gaps exist, you think about the term, spike the high, go to an important place, in this case, unfinished business, and pull him back down in the other direction. Is she coming up just to finish that piece of unfinished business? Well, it could happen, but also we have that trend line just above. So there's a number of things up here in the 451 to 453 or 4 area where if reached sooner than later, and we'll say over the next couple to three or four trading sessions, should be overhead resistance, and we would not expect them, and let me repeat that, not expect them, put it on a sticky note, to just waltz right on through, whistle past the graveyard through that place. Now, yesterday I told you the near-term target was 442 to 444 and change. Well, they jumped over that like it was a kangaroo jumping over a rabbit. 
You take the market at face value. We deal with the market we have today. She's in a melt up slash squeeze operation. And we'll call tomorrow, meaning Wednesday slash Thursday, an on time type of situation where in regular way options expiration week where what? Real, and I'm using the term real this week, weird stuff happens. The market is up around 400 points. That's S&P handles from the October 27th low. That's a phenomenal run, period, full stop. November is apparently pie-in-the-face month. We'll also just remember this. The trend is your friend until it's not. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. She will find an area to have a reasonable pullback from. Retracement of the move, big pullback, medium-sized pullback, smaller pullback. There will be a bona fide pullback. The question remains, from where? We're not in the guessing business. On-time type situation over the next, let's just say, 24 to 48 hours. Checking in with the intraday, end-of-day stuff. She's pulling back a little bit. This is non-eventful into the end of the day. Last five or 10 minutes of the day, she goes up, she goes down. There's some selling of profits. There is pullback operations. It's all of the above. You look at the big picture and you say, look, the SPY's up eight bucks, eight and a half bucks on the day. The S&P 500's up 80 some odd points. A pullback into the end of the day of five, 10, 15 points isn't going to materially change anything. Little bit of a learning opportunity into the end of the day. What changes things? Getting below low of day. That changes something. Why? Because it gets all the way into no man's land. There's a lot of space between current price and low of day, but nevertheless, it is what it is. The market's up a lot. You have to take it at face value and deal with the chart and the tape that we have at present. Nevertheless, nice little dipsy doodle into the end of the day. Net-net, we'll wrap up the SPY daily chart. What are we saying here? We're saying between the unfinished business at 451.19 and that trend line above these pivots is your area where they're likely to run out of steam and start the pullback operation. Can they get up to the trend line this week? They can. There's no reason they can't. After seeing what we've seen, you have to think, is anything off the table this week. What about stocks on the move? The intraday commentary, the pre-market commentary. It was a melt-up operation. It wasn't a trader's tape. We're going to scroll up and let you read the whole thing, but I can tell you right now, none of the stocks on the move hit their entry objectives. They're off the table. There was only a couple anyway. When you get these melt-up scenarios, it's not a trader's tape. There's always tomorrow volatility on the downside or both sides, meaning back and forth behavior, will be back to the market. Today was one of those anomaly type of situation days. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart and double check the work. We have some important numbers up here. 449, there was a 447.50. You can go back to the chart and double check the work. It was a melt up and we take the market at face value. 
High of day was the big fat round number, a semi-fat round number of 450. Resistance or opens the door above 409 and change. 409.05 was 450 to 450.36. 450.36 is an official filling of a gap. 450 is a semi-fat round number. Talked about this in the live room. They got to 450.06, I believe. And therefore, they did the stuff, but this wasn't a trader's tape. You can kind of see where they're going. That doesn't mean that there's always a trade to be had or something that has reasonable risk-reward attached to it. Buying high and selling higher is not the easiest endeavor. Chasing doesn't work the large majority of time. Guessing hardly ever works. We take it at face value. Go back to the chart, double-check the work. Last look at the short-term intraday end-of-day chart. This is about where she's going to close them in a few seconds. Put it in perspective on the hourly chart. She goes up and she eats time off the clock the majority of the day. Unless she comes below today's low, they're setting up for another push higher, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's the following day. We'll find out then. What's going on over in Camp IWM? How about a rip-roaring rocket ride up over 5% today, over $9 in Camp IWM. Pullback operation, on time type of situation. We had a head and shoulders official bottom in place from a target perspective around 164. And here she is. Heading for where? Into the convergence of the 20 and 50 period moving average. Getting above, starts to run a challenge in the upper portion of this breakdown candle high around 183, give or take. There will be a ton of overhead resistance in the 183, 184, 185 area for Camp IWM. Good place to begin a pullback operation. Put it in perspective, this chart is different than the rest. Monthly chart, still technically, absolutely a bounce in the downtrend. Weekly chart, below all the moving averages, Still, absolutely technically a bounce in a downtrend. Daily chart is working on the turn. Obviously, from the bottom, there was a turn, but it's still technically a bounce in a downtrend. But this was the most beaten down sector or market of the ones I follow. IWM, the Qs, meaning the NASDAQ, the S&P, the Dow, whatever you want to look at, this was the one that was beaten down the most and... Trading 101 is the stuff that's beaten down the most when a market gets a huge rally and everything participates. Traditionally, this one's going to snap back the most. That's just the way economics and statistics work. The rubber band was stretched. Everything got a big boost today. Transports were up over 500 points at one point, finished up almost 500 points. Right around that 200 period moving average, closed right above it. Big time move for all the markets today on-time type situation for the transports. From the bullish pullback pattern, flaggish bullish pullback pattern that we discussed yesterday. We'll throw in a funny how that works situation. What about the Q people? Has there been anything wrong with the Q people? No, there hasn't. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend and it will remain that way in perpetuity. Very simply, when you look at the weekly chart, the Qs are challenging the former high over here from July. Getting above this former high does what? Opens the door for an important number. 
This high happens to be 387.98. I would write this down, put it on a sticky note, spike the high, get to an important place or zone in this case, and pull it back down in the other direction for a garden variety pullback to at least where? To the most recent breakout area, which would be what? Giving you the trade in advance would be 387.98. 391.20 up to 397.85. Either one of those numbers can reject price. Halfway in between is called a midpoint. If you want to know more about that, come visit us in the live room. We go over this kind of stuff all the time. What about the financials in terms of the XLF? What's the blue line represent? 34.95. Why is it there? Because it's a target. Don't know they will get there, but if they do get there, it should be overhead resistance. Remember, all these markets are in an on-time type of situation over the next couple of days. There will be a pullback. Never feels like it while the market's going up or while the market's going down. Never feels like it's going to reverse like the end of October. Markets don't go up forever, don't go down forever. There will be pullbacks along the way. They will hit a number that says, "Uh uh-uh, this is it. This is the number for now, and we're going to reject price and have a garden variety pullback operation. Let me give you a case in point. Let's say, in this example, $34.95, $35 was a top as an example, hypothetical situation, what would we be expecting? What we'll do is we'll take the FIB tool and we'll say, all right, here's a low and let's say the high is up here. Well, what would be a garden variety pullback? $34, $33.50 in that neighborhood, right down in this zone, that would be garden variety of normal pullback and everybody would look like they got a pie in the face when they start the pullback because what's happening now? There's still people chasing the tape. There's still going to have to be people get a pie in the face. Shorts have to get a pie in the face. The late Johnny come latelys or late chasers have to get a pie in the face. That's the way the market works. Those are the rules. I didn't make them up. We just follow them. SMH is no different. You can see here on the weekly chart, she's busting through these highs, challenging these highs. Will she get through them tomorrow? Will she get through them Friday? Will they get rejected first? Either way, challenging the highs, all-time highs. It's in an uptrend. The trend is your friend. You respect the tape. You take the market at face value. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.